two-man. Israel Falau! Is he? Is he in? You better believe it. New Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, enjoy the show. Welcome to the 17th episode of the Draft Rugby Podcast, where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Kagi, and uh, look, firstly, I just want to announce that uh, it's a monumental podcast this week, um, not only because I'm now right back rightfully ahead of Nelson in the podcast caps, the pod caps, um, with his absence this week, but uh, also, I just want it to be known, I was victorious uh, in my fantasy this week, um, over long-time rival and guest of the pod this week, the super sub, Alex Nabung, mate. Rub it in, Craig. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Boom. How are you coping with the loss? And more importantly, actually, to get us started, who is your super sub that you are repping for this week? Well, we'll start with super sub. Okay. Uh, start and finish there? Yeah. Is that, yeah. <laughs> is that <it? laughs> We won't mention anything else about this week's of draft. I think but, I'll be mentioning um, it all week, but uh, that's all right. Uh, that's, that's up to you to do that. Um, the super sub this week is, unfortunately... Angus Tarval, the uh, Australian player, who did play for the Waratahs. Angus Tarval, yes, yeah. that's it. Two tries off the bench. He did, uh, with the whole 5-0, 50 points this mm. week. So he, he did okay. And nothing else to comment about the win on your part. That's right. We'll revisit that later on. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, and look, sorry, I've got a bit carried away here. There is someone else uh, I've kind of forgotten. Um, let's also introduce both our Fantasy League and PodCap leader, Harry Dale. How are you, Harry? I was reading your review here, mate. You said, what's new in the zoo? I was oh, gonna, perfect, yeah. I thought this was a reference to the uh, the Highlanders game where you had the uni students running around in their white dresses. Mate, I was really excited to talk about that. Literally, I just come up with a new uh, like a new intro statement every week, so, you then, don't say, so I don't say the same thing every don't week. And use it? And then I do, I will, <laughs> look, just the heat of the moment, mate, it got the better of me. Right. But, uh, all right, what's new in the zoo, Harry? And it's not the wet no, t-shirt competition going on there. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, actually, very happy to get a win this week, Matt. I mm. thought I'd blown it. I picked Falau Finger on my bench. 95 points to him. Bonk on Banambi started. You, did, you just took the thunder out of my sale. You just like admitted it to now when I come out and nail you for it. It's not going to be as good. But I got the win. So it's all good, Matt. I'm eight points clear on top of the table. You did. I, can think I don't of... know. I don't want to. I'm just going to give a quick history lesson. I was going to say I don't want to, but I do want to. Uh, 2015, 16, 17 champ. 2018 runner-up, 2019, eight points clear on top of the table. I think this might be the first time that I edit the podcast. Just, uh, just, <laughs> just delete a 10-second segment right there. But um, no, excellent, mate. Uh, look, I think I know uh, seven other fantasy managers in our eight-manager league that uh, were hoping you'd lose from not playing Fallout for Inga. But um, it wasn't to be. Well done. Very good. Um, all right, well, let's move swiftly along and let's smash out some plugs. DraftRugby.com, that's the website for all the articles and content. There's the Casualty Ward, Fantasy Round in Review, OG League Blog, The Stock Market. Nabung might write something this week. We'll see. Hmm? What? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first he's heard of it, but um, no, okay. uh, we'll see how we go. Um, There's a good chance of that happening after hearing that response. That's it, yeah. It was, it was promising. Promising. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, on the socials, we are at Draft Rugby. You'll find us most active on Twitter, but also on Facebook and Instagram. All right, for Entree this week, let's get stuck in review of Fantasy Super Rugby Round 12. Main course, we are going to examine what's likely to go down in Round 13. And for dessert, we are going to look at, I'm just remembering what we did, work rate, the workmen. 
We're going to look at high work rate players. So who who Love are them. who are the people getting the through? That's it. Who, who's getting through? Daryl Brathwaite, mate. The horses. That's it. <laughs> who's getting through the tackles and the carries? Um, and just you know, who are the guys that are going to get you fantasy points despite actually having no obvious impact on the field? That's the one. That's it. The, the people who I refuse to pick in my team, I exclusively pick rock, Rocks or Diamonds type of players. Yeah, and these yeah. are the opposite of the Rocks or Diamonds. <laughs> exactly. So, all right, with that, let's get straight into the entree. Um, the wait, well, Sorry, I don't have it here, but the buy this week was the Lions. So, this is round 12. We're running real it smooth is. tonight. But ra- round 12, buy with the Lions. And the first game was... Probably surprising, um, Crusaders and the Sharks, neighbour. It was. Uh, we, we would expect the Crusaders to absolutely flog the Sharks. I think we and everyone else in the universe. Yeah. This week. Mm. Um, but it wasn't to be, unfortunately, even though the Crusaders actually beat them. Well, not beat them, they drew. But they <laughs> got a whole bunch of tries, three tries or to the Crusaders, to the... Shark zero. That's it. They got the bonus point. Yeah, unbelievable. It's not bad to get a draw and still get three competition points. points. Ridiculous. They did all right. Mm. We did see a few injuries um, this week. Will Jordan came off at about the 30-minute mark with a foot injury. Um, It was good to see Kagi, who had him and traded him pretty harshly for Ben Lamb. I did. I traded away my boy, Ben Lamb. That determined to beat you. Um, He still beat me anyway. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Sam Whitelock. Um, There's a roof coming back yeah, to the yeah, yeah, That's yeah. it. it was, really I could hear him struggle the same. Yeah. <laughs> did sink back in. Um, Sam Whitelock, well, I don't know what the notes that they have here, but apparently he's just a big baby. No, he had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good prep, mate. Good stuff. Excellent. He, he had a child. He did have a child. He yeah, definitely one of those yeah, and, yeah. And, he, and he definitely is a big baby for having a baby. So good, good on you, mate. And um, congratulations. And Karen Van Buren... <laughs> Uh, he had. Uh, he, he went had off concussion. in like five minutes or something, yeah, right? yeah. real quick. Akers came on real early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming back, we had my boy Jack Goodhue. He came off a All Blacks rest week last week, mm. which was good. The same with Scott Barrett and Maddie Todd. Maddie Todd um, came off the non All Blacks rest week, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for Doesn't clarifying. actually get any international games, he still gets rested. I see what you're doing there, but um, yeah. yeah. Let's move on. Pretty good enough. Yep. Thanks, guys. <laughs> there you go. Um, out of the game, we literally just saw the Sharks. The Sharks really did put on a performance that we haven't seen in a long time. Um, the fence was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, insane. Um, Kerwin Bosch obviously kicking the whole the whole seven out of the three penalty goals to draw up the match. Seven of nine, I think you mean. Yeah, seven of nine. So seven by three is 21. Mm. Um, but Crusaders had a whole bunch of composure throughout the match, but didn't actually manage to to get up the whole time. Yeah, um, I think it was the composure at the end of the game, you know, just to, to close it out. Like there you go. There weren't many, you know, not every team second minute or something they scored. Yeah, yeah, they did very well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, team stats: We had the Crusaders up seventy to thirty percent for the Sharks. Had a whole bunch of possession as well. Um, the run meters were in their favour and the defeaters, defenders beaten two. Um, clean breaks, eight to one. Everything was in the Crusaders' favour. They just didn't manage to get over the line. Um, player stats, Kieran Reid was actually the top of the match. and With uh, only 41 points. Average. Mm. Nine carries, 18 metres gained, one offload, one try assist, five tackles, one turnover. Um... He was he was the best. Hmm. 
Um, the best of the rest. But there, it was a low-scoring fantasy match. Scott Barrett got 40, Tafua 37, Goodhue 35, Taylor 32. Best out of the Sharks was Dan Dupreeze 37, and twin brother Jean-Luc 35. And the debate rages on for who is the better Dupree. I don't think it rages on, mate. It's been Jean-Luc forever. The guy's had a couple of games back from injury. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I just like to tease Nelson. We just like to tease Nelson. But yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Anyone that, whichever one Nelson doesn't have, is the better Dupree's. Exactly. As he will say. <laughs> he says the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Reds versus Sunwolves. The Reds got up 32-26, four tries to two, and an absolutely... Just, I was going to say ridiculous, but just a weird game. Really weird mm. game. Two red cards. Was it four yellows as well? It's four yellow cards, yeah. yeah. It might have been five, actually, but I so, think it was four. Returning for this one, we had Jamie Booth coming back from concussion. He was on the bench, and Phil Burley got pulled before round four. We never heard of what he actually did, but he started at inside centre instead of Raboni Warren Vasato, who was back in the loose forwards again. Where he belongs. 100%. Um, I think the big talking point from this one is Samisi Masawera crashing back down to earth. Minus 23 fantasy points on our platform. There we go. I thought we said we wouldn't mention it on the podcast or him on the podcast again. Here we are. He who shall not be named. Yeah, no, exactly we just thought right. he'd fade back into his averageness, but now he's like surpassed that and just had like... He's, he's trying to get his average. Back. He's, he's trying back. to get his season let's average just, back to his actual Let's just be average. clear. Like, he's, it's, I think all things impressive. He only got minus 23. Two yellows. That's minus 10, minus 10. We're on 20. And a red. We upped it to, to minus 20 points. Mm. It's minus 40 points he got. Yeah, he's back. He should have been worse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, so... I thought he was pretty atrocious. His first one was, I think, just for a repeat infringement. Second for a high tackle. That was borderline, but fair. Mm. Harry Hawkins was the other red card as well. So he just put a boot into Raboni's face mm. when he was holding him off the uh, the ruck. It was a little bit soft for Raboni to get penalised, but it seems to be a theme over the last couple of weeks that they're going to give a yellow to the guy that's creating the thing, the incident that's that's leading to a red card. I mean, I understand what people are talking about how. It doesn't matter how hard you, you know, yeah. you just kick, kick someone in the head. But it's, just like, it's, it. like, it's like saying you can punch someone in the head, but not hard. It just you can't yeah, say. It. Okay. There's too many grey areas. I'm not going to start that argument. But anyway, Harry Hawking's three week ban. It's been confirmed, and some EC Masuera one week. Although we do expect that he'll never play professional football again because he's terrible. And, and hope so. <laughs> um, Makami got a yellow card for repeat infringements early. Summers were offside for the entire game to the point where they got pulled aside and had a real stern talking to Angus Gardner saying, I will not back down. You guys need to sort out your your uh, offside line. Mm. Um, the red scrum was a real talking point in this one. They were shite. This looked like when the Summers played the Tars. They pushed them around. i got to think Alex Murphy and Harry Hooper, they just can't continue to back these guys. They're young. They're, they've got uh, they've got a lot of potential. But realistically, they went from the powerhouse scrum of the competition to a pretty average one. Where is BPA? Where is JP Smith? Where are these other guys that have so much more potential and more ability in the scrum than the set piece these days? Yeah. Um, Jock Campbell had a really good game as well. He's probably the only other one that really needed to be named. I just thought he looked really, really good on his feet did, uh, as well. Um, all the stats really went the way of the, the uh, Reds in this one. They had two-thirds of the possession and territory. They ran double the metres, 6-11 to 3-46. Defenders beaten 38-14. to 14. That's a few more, yeah. Um, just huge. Mm. And the tackle stats on this one were 80% to the Reds, 76% to the Sun Wolves, so shite all around. Um, Bryce Higgity, fantasy man of the match, 79 points. He scored one try, two penalties, three conversions for 17 game points. I think he also had a couple of clean breaks, six tackle busts, a try assist, and 
and an offload. Just going to say shout out to NSYNC for opting to play Bryce Hegarty over Huge um, move. Andre Pollard. Huge move. Big one. Samu Karevi, 74 points. Jock Campbell, 70 points with 146 run metres. Tate McDermott, 57. And the Tongan Thor, Taniella Tupo, 54. Excellent. All right, well, that takes us... Actually, Nave, on you're backing up, mate. Hurricanes, Rebels. Oh, straight back into me. That's Beautiful. it, mate. We're just, we're, you're using and abusing you, mate. You're the, yeah. you're the super sub. Get on in. Use, use, use. Mm. Um, Hurricanes got up against the Rebels. Was, I don't want to use the same... You can use it. You can use the phrase, yeah, mate. Yeah, all right. Just, Fair enough. It's this a is, game this is, of two halves. There it is, I hear it every single week, and it disappoints me, but I will use it this yeah. week. We saw uh, Toby Smith come back from an ankle injury off the bench. Jack Maddox starting with a concussion, DHP starting as well, coming back from a toe ligament, and Angus, Angus Cottrell, um, Cottrell starting. Uh, You're still thinking about Latrell, mate. <laughs> I just want to see him play, yeah. Um, Angus Cottrell starting again at uh, number six from the Rebels. Um, injuries from this game, we saw Liam Mitchell, he came off with a fractured hand. We think, yeah. We, we think. think. And oh, he looked pretty, like, out of sorts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he didn't look too good. No. Um, and Alex Fidal got again... He, he got pulled pre-game. He was meant to... This was meant to be his comeback week as well. Yeah. Well, not, we actually yeah. don't know what happened here. Not confirmed yeah. if they were STDs or not, but... Um, yeah, so, well, yeah. I was... He wasn't on tour. I was just he about to go there. Yeah. Sorry, he wasn't on tour, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't on tour. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Well, yeah. fair enough. Um, you took all my banter Sorry, there, mate. I stole, stole your thunder. Sorry, yeah. mate. you got to be quick on this part. It's a, to get a word in front of Nelson and Harry, mate, it's, it's a big he, one. He was, he was pulled pre-game. Uh, we're not sure what it was for, but protect yourself, people. Um, Chris Eves slipped onto the bench, um, so which kind of means that the two loose there were two loose heads on the bench with Toby Smith and Chris Eves. Yeah. Eves has the potential to play tight head as well. I mean, look, yeah, um, Eves has played well both, Lucy. but basically yeah. this is the court, the reason why their scrubs went to the shit in the second half, is they just started getting dusted, because yeah. Eves is not really a tight head. He's just a bit of a smaller bloke. It was pretty disappointing, to be honest, literally, from the Rebels. As we said, it was a game of two halves. The Rebels couldn't defend for the first 30 minutes. Um, where the Hurricanes just put a whole bunch of points on. Corabidi. Yeah, the first 20 minutes they'd scored four tries. It was ridiculous. Insane. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Um, especially with Quaid, when they actually had a bit of, you know, ad ball, and they were actually attacking the line, got past it, slipped a few passes, and there is Quaid dropping the ball <sighs> yeah. out in space when he had the opportunity to put people through. It was pretty Plus disappointing. that sitter of a kick as well. Mm. Yeah. Good on him, though. He owned it on Instagram afterwards and showed that he sat there back after the game and kicked it until he got 10 out of 10 in a row from that spot. Fair call. He should be there to midnight until he kicks that. The second one I do want to mention was uh, Safar Moua just Mm. bumping the hell out of Wilgenia. Boom, fuck. See you later and sit I re- down. I replayed that a few times. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was very of the week. Yeah. Here of the week. Yeah. Very much time. enjoyable. Um, we did see, uh, obviously, with Lamarpe's scoring the first try. Um, Just running through the whole town. That was yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. massive. Yeah. Put a step on, ran over someone, had a turn of pace. That was an absolute exhibition. He, he ran skill. straight through DHP, who I like to think is a pretty good defender. Yeah. yeah. He did. Um just go through some of the stats. Uh, obviously, it's a game of two halves. We throw a whole bunch of possession to the Hurricanes first half. Second half was the uh, the Rebels. 
Most points, the fantasy man of the match was Bodine, the best player in the world, Barrett, with 65 <laughs> points, 8 carries, 2 line breaks, 7 tackle busts, try and a try assist. Uh, from the Rebels, it was 59 points with Reese Hodge, 12 carries, 4 line breaks, 6 tackle breaks and a try. Uh, from the forward side of things, Phillip was the best from the Rebels, Fafida was the best from the Hurricanes, and... Um, it kind of goes, Nasarani got 49, Hussein got 47, and Asafa just bumping the hell out of Genia got 46. Excellent. Well, look, I know we're going over time. We, I, we must have written about three pages of notes for this game. We put through an eight on in the deep end on this one, but um, I can't get away without talking about... I'm going to screw his name up here, but that's what we do on this podcast. Uh, it's Pone Falsamili or something like that. that <laughs> or oh, something like that. To that extent. <laughs> Another confidence. Anyway, he's a prop for the Rebels. Uh, well, he has previously been a prop. 145 kgs or thereabouts. Slimmed down a little bit, around the 130 mark. 135, I'd say, around there. They listed him as a back rower. He came on. He played it. Uh, he was playing 6-8, and eight, swapping with Nazarani in the scrums. Anyway, his for first... A prop. For a prop. But yeah. his, his first um, touch, as soon as he got on the field, they um, had a line out and... Threw him at the center crash ball. Absolutely destroyed two or three people. Offloaded. Then it went through another offload. And Matt Phillip in for a try. He is a weapon. He is one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen. And I hope we see more of him. But for your fantasy news, if he pops up around the fringes, you know, he's a prop who could be playing back rower and maybe get some points. So have a look. Just, have a look. You never know. Because um, for, for a prop, it's two points per run. So yeah, you know, double the meters as well. So anyway. Um, all right. Let's move on. Game of the round, possibly the year. Um, Highlanders and the Chiefs. Who would have thunk it? 31-all. Um, a draw. And Abon was just talking about how he was stoked that uh, if you uh, if you bet a multi and it's a draw, uh, you still... bet. Multis. Still give you the win. If you get a draw, it's a winner. Yeah. Chicken dinner. That's huge. So, um, so you won that bet? I did not. No. <laughs> yeah. It was because it was he... Jags. The Jags. Fuck me. It's because it was a multi on every game uh, that, that was played in every sport on the weekend, but yeah. that's all right. Um, all right. So for this game, uh, re- uh, returning, we had no one really returning. Um, injuries. Ben Smith, the notable one. So he still had a pretty massive game, but um, he just took an absolutely massive shot, uh, kind of to the face, uh, and also um, his leg kind of bent backwards. So... Yeah. Um, it ended up being a hammy and he's got stitches in the chin. It was awesome to see Hanson kind of... He, he Clamber down. He, he sprat <laughs> down. Oh, my best player. Ben my Smith. only other fullback. <laughs> my only real son. I mean, well, sorry. Sorry, kids. Whatever, yeah. Um, yeah, no. So, Ben Smith. Uh, anyway, they've reported that it, it's not that bad. Um, so, he should be back uh, soon. So, Hanson will, won't cry himself to sleep. Uh, other injuries, Boshier and Michael Allardyce for the Chiefs. Both of them went off before the first half. Just um, Allardyce was an ankle... Boshi, I can't really remember what it was. Uh, they didn't mention it. They didn't. I don't know. I don't know what it was. He just kind of came off the field. Same with Thelonious Seal. Seal, Seal. Yeah, yeah. Not sure. Yes. Anyway, but let's get started the game. Um, Highlanders. All the you know similar story. Two halves. No, I'm just joking. But uh, all all the possession and territory in the first half. Josh Uwani, just amazing he to watch. He He's good. just growing every week. Uh, I could talk about him the entire time. The boys remind me that I exclusively talk about my fantasy players. And he is one of them. 65 points this week for Josh. Um, Fine. Fine. (laughs) Scored his own try um, and a big line break in the second half. Um, Aaron Smith, 
Harry, had, you got in here a bit of a shocker, but I thought he had a pretty ripper game. No, first half, I thought he was looking pretty average. Second half, he, he just proved me so yeah, fucking he wrong. He, he got three try assists oh, from yeah. three, like, oh, yeah. it was basically the halfback clinic. It's oh, like, he, he made me look so bad in that yeah. second half. Oh, I've already so, written the note, like, yeah, I saw Harry Smith's been shit, and in the second half, he was amazing. I saw it, I was like, what are you talking yeah, about, he mate? He chucks um, a pass like no one else does. Oh, mate. He does. Absolutely. So he was awesome. Just insane running rugby in this game. They all looked absolutely gassed at the end of this. It was was incredible. Um, Obviously went down to the wire and the Chiefs just really um, just put an effort in. They were really led by the performance, man of the match performance from Luke Jacobson. He was crazy good. Um, He actually was our fantasy man of the match with 87 points and top of the round, round 12. So so glad I traded him away. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, this, this match had it all. We had Sean Wainui packing down in the scrums by the end of the game, playing mm-hmm. playing flanker. Um, Angus Tarvau, as we mentioned, the super sub, two tries. Uh, Tavita Lee's rubbish uh, pass at the end there that they could have won the game with. He just threw, oh, you know, threw it away. Um, fucking hell. But yeah, look, the stats were all pretty even. Um, and look, in terms of fantasy, we said Jacobson, 87 points. Homopo, 74 points, having another fucking ripper game. ALB, 61. Tyler Ardron, a try and 57 Weber, 53, continues to smash it. And then um, Leshy's 52, and Robbie Thompson, 50 points. So, no, fuck Weber's gun. All right, let's keep going. I won't delay any more. <laughs> Brummies versus the Blues. Brummies got up 26-21. I think Falafuanga was solid responsible for all of that. Four tries to two for the Brums. We had Blake Gibson returning, El Capitan, who is clearly the most disappointing captain in Super Rugby because he does nothing. And he doesn't Blake speak Gibson. English. Who? Exactly. Who? Exactly. Can we just put Dalton Papali'i on there already so I can put my name How is he not even starting? Make him captain. He'll be an all-back captain. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, injuries, we had Rory Arnold. He had an ankle injury. There's some word from the coach. He was worried that it was a high ankle injury, which is a syndesmosis sprain. That would be bad, basically, to summarise. It would double his time out, most likely. Mm. Um, really interestingly, uh, NRL physio in the rugby league in Australia just mentioned that the uh, daily chair Evans for the for Manly is trying to get back from an operation for his syndesmosis in four to five weeks for Origin 1. Well, uh, if you're not Australian, don't worry about what that is. But basically, four to five weeks back in the operation, the fastest it's ever been done in the league is seven to eight weeks, and AFL is that four to five week mark. So possible that they could be back faster than than we think, but most likely he, he's gone for a little while at least. He's probably popped over to see Wyseki Naholo's um, uncle. Yeah, that's his only chance of being back within six weeks in my eyes. Uh, Milani Nanai set up the first try, made a line break, and then threw a beautiful little offload to TJ Fayani, who was heat. He was. He was so fast. Banks had mm. to turn and chase, but he had about 30 metres once he turned and didn't make any ground up on him. I just thought no. he would mow down. For exactly. Him. I think everyone really thought he was going to have him, but no. Uh, Falau Fing, you're obviously the big hero out of this one. Hattrick hero. Again, how, how good was he for your team? Uh, well, enough to get me the win. How, how did Bongi do? Bongi wasn't as good, but okay. still got the win. All right. And uh, <laughs> I didn't start him, obviously. Um, the Rolling Moore is ridiculous. They actually had a crack a lot more than those three times and got denied a few times mm. as well. But that just shows that they've got no other option, really. So oh, they're just going to keep doing Once they get it properly set, the, the, the backs start piling in. The two centres and Lilifano just get in there. So good. Everyone comes in. Just, Ikatau came in and literally did nothing, but he oh, wanted to be in there. They just get it set like no one else. I've never seen someone get such a stable Why? Why can't the Wallabies do this? This yeah. is another time for another podcast. 
for another analysis. Yeah. Maybe Morgan Tournui step in. Mate, we'll have a Wallabies Morgan. rant pod. I know you want Why a Wallabies not? rant pod. Sam McCallum, we'll he's apparently the brainchild. Mm. Uh, it's his brainchild, sorry. Mm. Um, so apparently the Brumbies have the, now the fourth most tries in the comp. Do you mean Falafa has the... He's well, the most tries. Same, same. <laughs> he's got the most tries in the comp by two. Yeah. With ten. Uh, over a number of players on eight. Mm. But yeah, the Brumbies are actually scoring a lot of tries. Yes, ten of them have been from... Oh, eight of them have been from rolling malls or something. But mm. either way, it's still very good. Yeah. Uh, Akira Ioani just continues to be absolutely absent on Who? this one. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Matt, he was your first pick, wasn't he? He's, he's my ride or die, as I say. Everyone's, trying to, everyone's trying to trade him with me and he'll never leave. But. Three round average for him, 20 points. Nice. Mm. Plummer looked shite. When he came on as well. I'll leave it at that. They gave him a whole half as well. Yeah, yeah. and he was shy. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, look, other, other than that, there wasn't wasn't a lot in terms of the team stats. But P- fantasy man of the match obviously was Flau Fainga. Ninety-seven points, three tries, nine runs, a tackle bust, and nine tackles. So really, not a lot other than his tries. Mm. He was also the fantasy man man of the week. Oh, sorry, I said Jacobs was. I was wrong. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alan Ala Alatoa, fifty-nine points. Sammy Carter, fifty-one points out of nowhere. Melanie mm. Nanai scored 46 points without his uh, brother from another mother, Rico Yuane. Consistent as... Huge. Yeah. TJ Fayani, 43 points. Fair enough. Uh, Bulls versus Waratahs. Unfortunately, the Bulls <laughs> managed to get up over our beloved Tars. Uh, we saw returning Tob Robinson off the bench. Uh, Ned Hannigan was starting there. Will Miller came off the bench as well. Hannigan eight as well. Yeah, Hannigan at eight. He's not he big, up, yeah, to be yeah, fair. He's not big enough. Anyway, mm. injuries. We saw Berger Ogendahl with an eye injury. Warwick Halant with just, an illness. Just to clarify, Berger Ogendahl's eye injury was the week before. He got cleared and then got ruled out again. Pre-game. Yeah. Pre-game. Oh, it was pre-game, yeah. Yeah. Because we saw Kotze at 12, uh, Kotze at 13, 12. I think Sage. It was Sage, Sage, Sage at 13 and Kotze, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Warwick Hallant, who I have, uh, he came off at 60 minutes, um, and Hanro Liebenberg was concussed. Uh, we saw, oh, here we go, I, I'm just going to summarise the game. The Bulls just absolutely dominated the Waratahs pack because the scrum at ruck time, even though they were coming in from the side, they absolutely dominated the Waratahs pack. I actually... In- I haven't even watched this game yet, but that was I was going to write a summary of it without having watched it, and that was my first line. It was um, just Marco Van Staden dominating. Yeah. Oh, no, he ran it. Yeah, Van Staden ran it hard at the line. It was mm. it literally like watching rugby league. Van Staden just hit it up like an absolute beast. Like, <laughs> He's a weapon. I really he, like he, him. I actually really like him completely. Mm. Mm. Um, they dominated our set piece, yeah. the scrum, the line out. They were they were all over us. Um, in terms of who actually looked good? Um, well, first of all, we'll go through the team stats. The possession was about possession. Terry is about fifty-fifty. Flip a coin. Uh, meters four five seven to three eighty-two. The tars to the bulls. The, the, besides that, the stats were relatively even. Um, out of everyone, and uh, we'll dedicate to, or a shout out to ERB. Um, they call him R.D. Snyman, the Mad Hatter. He always looks good. He's an absolute gem of a fantasy player. Agree. And he, oh, yeah. what else is there to say about R.D.? The, the offload king. Yeah. Seriously, he's so much better. Like, he was good last year. He's freaking unbelievable. He's just come out fire. He just wanted to confirm that he is in the spring box this yeah, year. You know and what he's I mean? done it. Yeah, absolutely. We can go on about the. You have Peter Steph and mm. you have Etzebeth. Mm. 
Anyway, that's something that's... So many good players. Yeah. So, so many good, many good locks. locks. Yeah. And Ludwig as well. Anyway. Yeah. Back to fantasy. Fantasy amount of match was Curtis Rona with 74 points, 14 carries for 18 plus 80 plus metres, four line breaks, four, four tackle busts, four offloads, and one try. Could have been two if you knew how to play league properly. Um, RG Snyman got 61 with 10 carries, one line break, six line outs, takes, and five offloads, as per usual. Uh, Dwayne Vermeulen, 49 points, 10 carries, 70 plus metres. You could not wipe the smile off my face, but the <laughs> smile off the coach's face to see Dwayne Vermeulen run the whole length of that oh, intercept He try. was so slow, and when he got running, oh. he was like, well, he doesn't attack him. But he palmed <laughs> him off, and I just, you couldn't wipe it off my face. No wonder the coach, the coach's box were laughing. He was curtly. Absolutely. It was Rona. It was Rona. Yeah, Rona yeah. had absolutely loving it. Mm. Nick Phipps got 49. Kotze, 49. Inform prop for Gorborka got 48. Just continues, mate. He's going to be the top prop. He's a ripper. Yeah, he's a ripper. Mm. Should have picked him up. And uh, Kurtley Beal got 47 points. Looking a bit better at fullback, KB. Definitely, I think so. Again, outscored DDA, who I traded you, didn't I? Yes. Yes, that did happen. Well, uh, on that bombshell, uh, let's move on to the Haguares Stormers. Um, What I did forget to do is put the score in there. So, Harry, why don't you just grab the score of that game? I did watch it. Um, 30 to 25, I think it was. That's actually spot on. It was, yeah, 30 to 25. It it was another game that came kind of down to the wire. And... um, Despite uh, getting a yellow card in the 81st minute, your boy Pablo Matera was still the fantasy man of the match. Um, as per usual. What a big ledge. Just a beast, Pablo. Um, He's definitely his own fantasy captain. Yeah, absolutely. You know it. Um, all right, so who, who returned for this game? Sukobunzo, uh, yep, stuff that name, uh, Noshti, um, from a shoulder injury. Mate, you used to be confident when you went through these. Now you're just a, a shadow of a man. I oh, know. It's. It's once... One more time? <laughs> no, let's just move on. Um, Yako Kudzir, uh, a bone bruise kneecap. Bone bruise of his kneecap, yeah. Okay, he returned from that. Uh, Dan Creel, rib injury, and for some reason they started him over DDA. Don't know why. I'm not a big fan of that. Anyway, all good. Uh, Bonisha came back from a quad tear. He was on the bench, so... Domingo, Miotti, they're still being preferred, and I think he's pretty good, Miotti, personally, I'm a big fan. Uh, Morgiano back, so he came back from a kind of, I don't know, kidney and back issues. Yeah, Drink. that was the one he got sent to hospital, we don't know what it was. Back Drink more yeah. water and less alcohol, mate. Yeah, continue. T- take your own advice, mate. Um, okay. <laughs> and um, uh, Moroni also returned from a nasal operation, so he might have been partying a little bit too hard with Carmichael or something. But um, uh, sword, And then Lucio Sordoni. Uh, prop back so we've got someone with a kidney injury and someone with a no- nasal injury yeah. in one week. Look, it's I haven't been oh, yeah. to Argentina, but exciting. It's it sounds like a good place. It it like That's it. Hit it up. Oh, excellent. This is this is the type of quality podcast that we. Uh... <laughs> All right, quality injuries in this one. Uh, Sergio Peterson ankle. JD Schickling did some question marks. No, he um, he did something. He came, they pulled him off. Uh, it's a bet played the eighty and still did nothing. Um, Della Fuente. <laughs> Uh, Harry would love to just mention it's a trans- Google Translate to an illness in his foot. Amazing. What he pre he was pulled pre-game with. <laughs> Sounds uh, serious. Yeah. Foot and mouth. 
For the Stormers, both Khaleesi and Mel Herbert were rested this week. Um, look, the Stormers kicked four penalties with no tries uh, until Duplessis was subbed off 52 minutes. Uh, they just... We've said it all year. They don't have any attack with him steering the ship, so... Sucks. Just put Villemsi in there at 10 and put Lades back at 15 Absolutely. or something. Yeah. Uh, it was a game dominant. This game was exactly as we said in the preview. A game going to be dominated by kicking and field position. It was just like two test match teams. Um, a lot of defense. Uh, and look, yellow card to JJ Engelbrecht. Shout out to him. That was just awful. He, it was basically like the most illegal knockdown to stop a try you've ever seen. Two on one. Yeah, it's just like, all right, mate. Um, possession territory around 60% to the Jags. Oh, sorry, the bounty hunter. No, we're not even. No, he's, not, on, he's, he's lost that name now. I, that's fine. Um, yeah, look, most of the stats went the way of the Jags, except run meters. The Stormers three fifty to two sixty five. Um, yeah, everything else is pretty even, except something you wouldn't have thought. The Stormers line out got absolutely destroyed. The Huggeros pinched four from them. That's probably why Bongi got no points. Probably why, and also it was just it was super weird because they didn't throw it to Etzebeth at all when mm. he's a dominant force of the line-out. I, I remember told Harry that his first game this year, he he caught 12 line-outs. Um, all right, fantasy stats. Pablo, man of the match, 57 points. Uh, Matthias Orlando, 49 points. He had 12 carries, 8 tackle busts. Delemsi, 45 points, 15 carries. The big hog, you love it. And okay, Thomas Cubelli and Cobus Avisa, 44 points. And both coming some good form with a three three round averages of forty four and thirty five point three respectively. So was this there? I had big raps on the yeah. start of last year, and he just didn't really quite fulfil it. No, he, this year he's been up to the last couple of weeks. If he get, keeps getting game time, which he won't, I don't um, think he will. Yeah. No, um, but I, I like him. Let's burn through this main course, mate, because we are running late. <sighs> Let's do it. All right, um, main course, the bye in round thirteen, Stormers, and the first fixture to get us underway, Blues. Against the Hurricanes in Eden Park, Harry smash this one out. I'm excited for this game because it's a Friday night New Zealand derby, and they're all freaking amazing. Mm. First and foremost, yeah. Uh, Alex Fido was one of the injuries for this one, as was Liam Mitchell. We discussed them earlier. Liam Mitchell obviously shouldn't be back if he has actually fractured his hand, whereas Fido, we have no idea. Mm. Um, we I do though. We do. You can normally play with an STD. Uh, <laughs> no, but look, we, we'd, we'd expect to see, we'd expect to see him on the bench because they don't have a tight head and Ben May is injured. Ben well, you can't know what he's done, mate. You can't say that. Yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Perfect. returning players, you got TJ Perinara, Perinara coming back from his rest. Obviously, a big difference maker to the Hurricanes. I've said it. Are you going to say this again? Are you going to say it again? Yeah, one more time. One more time. Gareth Evans will finally be back from his calf tear. Now, I have zero information to support this other than the fact that he was meant to be back for round 10 or 11, and this is round 13. And I'm going to say it again. No one cares. He's fucking way better than Ray Prince it. Anyway. Nope. Tenielu Telea is also back from his red card. He had a bye uh, in this four-week ban, and apparently that does not count in club footy for them, so he should be back. A mm. uh, couple of question marks around the front row. Asafa Amur has had a couple of starts in a row, so Ricky Recatelli surely gets a run again. I, I assume he's their their top choice with Dan Coles out. Mm. But um, are you saying Dan Coles isn't coming back? Is not for a while. And, well, definitely not this week. And uh, Toby Smith, Sorry. we would think second game back from an injury, he gets a run as well, mm. just because Fraser and. Ben May or whoever they got. Fraser Armstrong's suck. actually been pretty good, but um, he's no Toby It's Smith. a relative word, champ. Yeah, no, absolutely. He sucks. Mm. Uh, for the Blues, uh, <laughs> they had a lot of guys out last week. Carl Tui, Unul Kwafe, James Parsons, Patrick Tupelotu, 
Rico Yuane. Took a was on the bench, but yeah, but yeah. still, just you know, so was Carl mm. and uh, and Jonathan Ruru. All should be back in the starting lineup this week. I gotcha. I didn't read to the end of that sentence. So no, I don't. Yeah. Starting do. lineup. That's the one. Never do. Right. Uh, the wing situation should be interesting for the Blues. Obviously, Rico back. He's going to take one wing. So then you have got Caleb Clark and Matt Duffy trying to work out where they're going to go. Um, I think Caleb Clark moved over to the left wing for this one. Obviously, he prefers right wing. Was that and Talea? Is he still in the and Tanielu Talea? As I mentioned before, should be back this week as well. And was their first choice. With Duffy injured, uh, he was rated above Keller Clark, though. So, mm. should be back in the mix. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's a better player than both of them, to be honest with well, you. Last, was it last year or the year before Matt Duffy was, like, touted for the All Blacks? Oh, so they were going off about no, it. No, The Blues might have touted him for No, the no, that's what I'm... But like, he was not touted for the All Blacks. There was, there was a lot of fake news Blacks out there. Cap, though. He, oh, did. Man, he sucks, man. I don't know. Yeah, he did, did, he, did he really? He, I think he does have an all-black cap. All cap. Yeah. Can you check it? I think he does. I, that just, isn't that It'll blow your mind, but oh, he might he actually have an all-blacks cap. I'll get on it. I'll get on it. Keep yeah. going. Uh, Blues, I think they've just lost their mojo, so I think it's going to be a big bonus point win for the Hurricanes just because I, I haven't seen much of them for a long time. Akira Iwane is the heartbeat of their forward pack, and he's silent. disappeared. Yeah. Uh, uh, how do you feel about that, Kagi? Two games, Matt Duffy. Yeah, he sucks. Two caps. Oh, he does, really? For the All Blacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. good. Sorry, yeah. where the No, no, don't worry. Yeah, 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 we don't need to hear yeah. it. And, uh, and obviously, Rico back will make a big difference, having said that, but they just don't have an attacking fly half. Perifetor, I think, is really important to their 2020 campaign. Mm. Uh, Hurricanes line-out sucks, so maybe that's the one place the Blues can attack. They just don't have a really set lock pairing or, or an experienced one, at, at least. And uh, I'm looking forward to Lamarpe for two reasons. Number one, he's definitely going to run over a Terra Black at least once. And number two, we finally get to see the matchup. Lamarpe versus Ma'anonu. It's going to be sick. Cannot wait. Battle of the Titans. Young Bull versus Old Bull. And you you know Nonu is going to want to go in there. I was going to say, Ma'anonu wants an All Black spot, right? Lamarpe is not getting one, I'm I'm sorry to say, as good as he is. Mm. So Nonu's going to have to shut him out if he wants a chance. I reckon it's going to be fiery. We're going to see some some burn time for this. Can't wait. Excellent. Neighbor. Next one is Rebels versus Reds. We have injured is Harry Hawkins. No one really cares in the second row. Uh, returning for the Rebels, we have... Uh, and, and he's, uh, returning from the second row, we have Adam Coleman, uh, who has a niggly shoulder. Uh, Caleb Tinu, Tibu, Timu. Um, apparently, he has a ban from club rugby. Is, is that where yeah, he's he from? punched someone in the head. Yeah. In so he's punching someone in club rugby. He's... He's punching well above his weight. Um, a few other things that he heavy. has. Yeah. <laughs> it's about 108 kilos, I yeah. think. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Punching right. well above his weight. Uh, for me, what is the Rebels' backline this week? We had Hodge at 12 last week. We think Meeks is going to be coming back at 12. Does he look good off the bench last week? Hmm. He did, and Hodge is going to shift to 13. Probably means that English is going to shift back to the bench. Maddox and Corobidi on the wings and DHP to resume at fullback as captain. To be honest, I'm happy for them to put Tom English on the bench and drop Corobetti, but I really don't think they will. You mean on the wing and drop Corobetti? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've never really been the biggest fan of English. I mean, he's the he's the club man, but... Um, he's, I think he's had a really good year. I think Corobetti sucks. He's a bench one. He's a liability. Well, Corobetti was the reason that they scored so many tries. The Hurricanes scored like at least two of their four tries in those first 20 minutes. Because he just rushed up out of the line and and, and just left the, the outside space open. So, anyway. 
Well, we'll see what happens with English, mate. He's a clubman. I'm a clubman as well, but I don't get picked for rugby. Um, Coleman, we think he's going... Coleman and Phillip is going to be at the locks with Jones starting at six. Um, why is Alex Murphy starting at hooker for the Reds instead of BPA is the big question. Look, I actually like Murphy. A lot of people talk trash about him. I don't think he's better than BPA, just to get that out of the way. But I actually don't think Murphy's... I think he's... I agree with you. He's got a lot of potential, but you got to stop picking your players purely on potential. Where's the reward for actually being a good player? BPA is young too, though. though. All he's going to play Wallabies last year. I know, he doesn't look young. out of place, and every he's time young. he comes off the bench, he scores. I was a about try. to say, all you need to know is that he's been scoring a try nearly every fucking game he comes off the bench. So he's so much better. Mm. And yep. their scrum was awesome with him last year, and it sucks with Murphy this year. What's the change, mate? The change is Murphy and Harry Hooper. It's that simple. Mm. Hooper or J.P. Smith? Yeah, well, is exactly God, what they the, miss Slipper, the don't they? Is. Yeah, they really they miss really Slipper. Miss yeah. mm. My, um, he didn't really play last year, did he? No, he did not. Yeah. <laughs> Segway is, who do we think Hooper... Is, is it going to be Hooper or J.P. Smith? Smith is probably going to come in, is, is what we think. I, I don't know how... Boys. They can't give Hooper another start when he was pushed around so badly last week by the Summers because the Summers pack sucks, man. It's, it's not a good forward pack. Mm. Any good scrum has pushed them around this year. So surely Brad Thorne, being ruthless, will have to actually come out and say, mate, you're just not there yet. Yeah. Surely. Expectations for this one? Rebels at home to take it? I mean, I, I'm going to go Rebels. Uh, you're going to have to go Rebels at home. For, uh, based off the first half against the Hurricanes, it could be Reds by 50. Based against their, their second half against the Hurricanes, I'm going to say Rebels. Like I, I, I actually just think Quade Cooper's a bit of a flat track bully. I think he's he's a bloke that'll. So you looked at the uh, weather report for it? No, I didn't. Well, you but, should. Yeah, well, maybe I should. <laughs> um, but no, I think Quade will probably play out his skin and then just get everyone's reward from beating the Reds, which is no big feat. So. I don't know. The Reds game is about dominating through the four pack. If the Rebels four pack are up to it, which they which, which, can which is be. what they will be, and the the Quaid will be all over it. Front football. I think we can all agree it all rests on my boy Taniela Tupo if he has a big game or not. Um, all right, no. well, <laughs> let's move on. Next game: the Bulls and Crusaders at home in Pretoria. This will be a big one. Um, I think there's be a huge turnout to Loftus to uh, to watch the world's best rugby club. The Crusaders, just to be clear. Um, no, I think it'll be a big, big turnout. It's kind of like, it, it's almost be like a test match, um, really, because, you know, I mean, the history, it's all there. Um, but yeah, for this one, uh, injuries, injuries from the Crusaders. Will Jordan, uh, as we said, he had a foot injury. Uh, he will not be going on the two week tour with the Crusaders to South Africa. Um, apart from that, they haven't actually announced the squad yet, I don't believe, but very likely they will tomorrow because I'm sure they're getting on the plane tomorrow. If they I haven't, thought they would be in a play. I was going to say, if they haven't already, yeah. then yeah. Um, Sam Whitelock is also taking the week off, but I think he will fly over for the next game in South Africa again because he not because he is his, a baby, but because he wife had, a baby. had a baby on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Get specific. Um, Hannah Liebenberg was concussed last week, but um, I mean, yeah, like we've talked about concussion all year. Who knows? We'll see if he comes back or not. But again, the Bulls have a thousand back rowers, so it's not really a problem. Um, Returning Berger Odendahl, um, we imagine, like, we don't, I don't know if we have details, but we imagine he'll come back and be starting, uh, particularly since they've lost Jesse Creel for the season. They really looked like they needed him um, just to shore up. He's just been a real kind of calm and composed head in the, the back line of the Bulls. He's had a good year. He has. So 
So Berger Erndale, I think back into 12, uh, the uh, Super Rugby's best bloke, Short Brits, he's uh, served his time, done the crime, served the time. Uh, he, he should be back from his red card for the punch-on with Akers. Um, we think that, again, similar to Talea, there was a bye in those four weeks and they didn't count a club match, so that's why he's it's been five weeks. Um, so I would imagine he just slots back in uh, because he had been absolutely great and... Personally, I'm not a fan of Visagi at all, um, and I think they really lacked Brits' presence in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Also returning, Jen- Jason Jenkins, Jade Stukling, uh, Devon Rousseau, Ryan St- possibly Ryan Steenkamp from a fractured jaw, Tim Agaba. Um, Agaba. That's it. Uh, and for the Crusaders, Ryan Crotty from the Eternal Concussion, uh, Andrew Macaleo from a calf. I wonder if they'll take three... Um, Hooker's over there. Probably not. They'll probably take... I don't know. We'll see. Um, and Richard Moanga um, back from his All Black Rest Week. So, yes. Um, I don't think the Bulls' big pack will kind of worry the Crusaders the same way that it did the uh, the, the Waratahs last week. Um, as in, like, the, yeah, the Bulls are playing the Stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, know, I know, obviously, you... Sorry. Just having tied with the Sharks, and the Sharks did dominate with their mm-hmm. forwards. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think it's really that much of a concern I think I don't think the Bulls are going to play to the same level that the Sharks did in that defensive effort last week um, and with uh, with Sam Whitelock sitting out I think I wouldn't be surprised if they start Luke Romano in there um, over Quinton Strange or, or Dunshay just in order to give them that size and physicality I mean um, we think that the Bulls are probably going to be starting Jason Jenkins and RG Snyman so two very big locks um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Romano in there I don't know if he's much of a fantasy pickup, but, um, you know. He's not. Uh, speaking of a bit of <laughs> physicality, um, this would be the prime game to get uh, Vetu Douglas, the workman, um, back into it after he had the week off last week after playing pretty much every game so far this season. Um, so he is just the guy who gets through a mountain of work. Um, and Jordan Taufua would be back to the bench then, I would think. So Vetu to six, Taufua to the bench. Um, for that late game injection, Richie Mwanga back. They look twice the team with Richie Mwanga. Like I mean, Hunt's do, not bad, but he's just he, he's no Mwanga. You can't shake up to that. Um, there's a reason why clearly no one is Richie Mwanga. I think yeah. is what they're there's, there's a reason why the Sharks were able to draw with. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with the Crusaders, um, yeah. For the back, Crusaders back line, uh, the only thing we know for certain is that David Villiers should be at fullback. Um, we don't have Nelson here to make a ridiculous prediction of who will be starting in the back line. But, um, look, I think one of Eno or Reese will definitely miss out this week. Uh, you know, probably see Crotty Goodhue Bridge. So, one of them to take the remaining spot. Um, yeah, I think that will pretty much do it. I mean, I think, personally, I think the Crusaders will be too clinical. I don't think the travel will yeah. bother them. You know? Just, that, I just want to chuck it out there. Mm. The Bulls beat the Waratahs. The Waratahs beat the Crusaders. That means zero. So the Crusaders beat the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. could be. It's a yeah. circle. I don't know. Just chuck it out there. That's how they see what the odds are, people. I, uh, Gamble responsibly. The Crusaders, to me, are the team less affected by travel. You know, I mean, they, I mean, they yeah. went over to Johannesburg, beat the Lions a couple of years ago. I agree. Like, yeah. yeah, that was because of a Quaggo red card there. That's right. Um, look, the, the Bulls have a way of accumulating points. The Crusaders give away a lot of penalties. That's what I would say. Uh, in defence, but uh, and how did the Sharks draw with the Crusaders this week? Kind of last week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. It might get close, but Richie Mo changes everything. Yeah, Richie Mo actually literally changes absolutely <clears throat> everything. Yeah. yeah, cool. Hollands versus the Jaguares. Uh, we obviously have Hero Heronimo de la Fuente. That is his legitimate nickname, apparently. Hero. Uh, his foot is still sick. 
From no, 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 that's not true. From He's going Earth. on tour. Uh, ben Smith though does have a hamstring injury, so he will most likely miss this one. Uh, he also I don't think he had a concussion because he looked groggy as all shit. Oh, but on the return, we should have Liam Squire from his MCL injury and before that, obviously, hip injury as well. Mm. And Naholo from his MCL injury as well. He's been mm. over... Uh, Two people quite keen to uh, get back in the picture. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, interesting one. Martin Landajo uh, was fit last week and obviously this week again, but is not on the plane. Escura has been preferred over him, so he will not be getting a run. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, I considering Landajo would be your uh, World Cup halfback, he will not. He no, I mean like mine, you'd, you'd have Kubeli sure. and, and Landajo would be your two World Cup halfbacks. I don't think so. Well, Bertrand still out, is he? Uh, I think he'll be back for that. Oh, okay, yeah, right. he should be fine. Um, Ben Smith is obviously out, so basically the back three we should have a bit of a reshuffle. I'm expecting Naholo just to slide onto one wing, Fedez to go to fullback. They obviously have uh, Josh McKay as well, who was on the bench last week. But because he's also covering 5'8", and they literally have no one else, I've just picked up someone from Clubland, mm. I think he'll stay on the bench. I don't think they want to risk that at the same time to put him in the outside backs. Yeah. And I think Naholo should be desperate to hit some form because he's been shite for the times that he's been on the field. Yep, picked him up last week. It's time for the time for him to come good. Let's do it. Yeah, better better now than ever. To be honest with you, I think it's it's time that he actually puts his finger up to say I want to play in the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, and I think it's yeah. the Highlanders are just getting better and better. It seems throughout the season. So yeah, I agree. Mm. Um, the rotation of the Highlanders locks and Lucy's should officially start right now. Yeah. Uh, you now have Jackson Hemmelpool, Josh Dixon, Elliot Dixon, Shannon Frizzell, Liam Squire. And technically your man, Tom Franklin, but I think he'll hold down the spot. All playing for the one of the lock spots and a six as well. Mm. I assume Luke Whitelock will play at eight because he's co-captain and they love him. Uh, so Squire, Frizzell, Dixon probably pushing for one of those spots. And Hamopo, I don't know, maybe they just keep starting him a lot because he's been so good there. Crushing it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Frizzell will probably get a start. Squire on the bench this week. Dixon, see you, mate. What do you reckon? I, th- I think so. And I think you're right. I think the rotation it's train time, yeah. is, is here. Well, and truly. It's left the yeah. station. Yeah. Uh, the tour squad has been announced for the uh, Jaguares, as I said. So Joaquin Tukulet still not there. Matias Alemano still is unfit as well. Meanwhile, Santiago Carreras, who is someone that you don't care about, as well as Enrique Pieretto and Juan Pablo Zis is all, are all back in the tour squad, so a couple of props there as well. Mm. Pieretto, obviously a very good scrummager as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Rodrigo Brunei, uh, or Bruni, as most people call him. You're just and... trying to be creative with names now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that a few glasses? It's getting late. Yeah, right. uh, Batista, Escura, Santiago, uh, Garcia Bota, also not in there as well, so a few names missing there. Um, main question for me for the Jaguars is, does Joaquin Diaz Bonisha get a start? For mine, no. Yeah, I don't think he will either. I think Miotti's probably the top choice. He's just, you got to reward form, you know? He's shit. He's been consistent, Miotti. Yeah. Uh, and well, shit house. And I still think, uh, one other thing is, I think Buffelli will keep getting better. He mm. looked good last week in a team that really didn't get a lot of attacking ball. He injected himself quite well, so I think he'll keep getting better. And as soon as they get a, a, win, a, a team where they can pick apart, which I don't think is this week, I think he's going to have a big week, but mm. he should still get some solid points this week in a losing team. Yeah, so we're all Highlanders taking this one out pretty comfortably, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, they're going well. 
Excellent. I mean, look, it was, it was last year that the Haguaros went on tour and won four games, something like back to back. Two in New Zealand, two in Australia. So. Not this year. I don't think so either. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Neighbour. Chiefs versus Sharks. Um, it, I reckon it's going to be a bit of a tight one. Chiefs actually just kind of coming off their confidence booster from last week. Uh, I don't think Sharks can back it up. They expelled all their energy up against the Crusaders. So, I don't know. if It depends what the odds are, but I reckon the Chiefs might have a good crack at this one. Um, the injured people that we have is Lachlan Boshir, Tileni Sue. We don't know what they actually have, but work, out, work it out from the casualty ward. Uh, Allardyce has uh, an ankle injury, and Van Uren has concussion. So we'll see what happens there. Returning, we have uh, Jack the Australian Debrasini with concussion. Um, we'll see how that goes, whether that means Marty McKenzie or Jack starts at 10. Uh, Nankerville has an illness, and we discussed this before the pod. Is Nankerville going to slip into 13, or is um, Watchamy, what's his name? You mean you suggested and we denied you. And he because denied, yeah. That's absolutely what happened. Yep. Tamil Minor will be at 13. <laughs> so Nankerville when, he, when, when Nankerville actually starts, does that mean I get to deny you? Is that what happens? Yes, absolutely. We'll, we'll, absolutely. we'll, we'll see what happens well, there. That's it, mate. We'll, um, we'll um, give you a high but five. But the, the experienced blokes think that what's his name will start... What's his name? Tamur Mana will start at 13. If you don't know his name, it's not a good start. Yeah. He's, he's played almost every week. Yeah. Yeah, right up. He's not in my team. Don't give a shit. <laughs> um, question is for the Sharks. Do we do we think that Kerwin Bosch is going to start at 10? Um, he's played two games in a row. His average has been 31 and 19. Obviously, when your father is the coach... Um, what's going to happen but we do think that Bosch is going to be starting he has been playing um, especially against the Crusaders when you draw you're going to be starting there every single week and they beat the Tars on tour last week as, as well. well so that's yeah. that's pretty big really. yeah so we, we think that Bosch is going to continue to start 10 uh, there's no real changes for the Sharks especially against the result against the Crusaders um, 12 is going to be the Giant Lucanio Arms 13 and the back 3 going to be in Kosi Stir Fry and um, Pimpy and Farsi at fifteen. I, I, t- to be fair, I, I think that I know a lot about rugby and I didn't know much about Jacobson. But apparently, Jacobson was the under twenties captain for the All Blacks. He's a weapon, and, mate. And, He's and he so is, good. He is an absolute weapon. I've had a bit of a research on him. He is the fourth highest average scoring back rower in this fantasy competition at the moment. I did want to run some... 60.3 round average. I, I did want to run through some... Who would you trade for him? Would it be Hooper with these blokes? Oh, these yeah. These, no. Yeah. I would. you trade Hooper for... Yeah, I'd take Jacobson over Hooper. Oh, sorry. Would you trade... Would you trade... If you had Jacobson, would you trade Matera? So you, would you take Matera instead of... Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'd take Matera. You'd take Matera over right. Jacobson? Yeah, we'll, we'll say who we'd take. Yeah. Would Would you take Nasarani? Yep. Yep. For Jacobson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, right. Yeah, Nasserani's been good, man. Quagga Smith? Quagga Smith? Uh, That's the line ball. I think I'd probably take Quagga based on previous form, but that's starting to get tough. The line's a dog shit. I'd take Jacobson. You'd take Jacobson? I mean, the Chiefs are dog shit. And and here's the test for you, Mr. David (laughs) Cargreg. Akira Iwani. I've said it I've said a hundred times. He's my ride or die. Akira Iwani's never leaving my team. Okay? Well, there you go. So there's a few stats for you. He'll come good. 
There you go. There you go. Um, we think the back three is going to be Alama- uh, for the Chiefs. Mm. So Jacobson, if you can trade him, he's a non-name. You can get him for a good name. You're going all right. Back three for the Chiefs, we think is going to be Alamalo going to stick at 15. They're swinging off one now. He's nuts. He's going to be at 14. We're still discussing whether it's going to be Nanasatura, the seventh, seventh player, or Moekiola. Mm-hmm. Probably... Harry and I think Nano Satura, yeah. just to back it up again. They brought him back from the under-20s comps at the moment. Like mm. they, they need to give him game time if they're bringing him back. From mm. I'm going to go against you for the crash ball Moekiola. Excellent. I think Moekiola brings something different that Nano Satura doesn't. Yep. Um, the Chiefs locks, especially with no Allardyce, no Retallic, no Mitchell Brown. What, what's, Is Brown injured as well? Uh, no. no, I think Mitchell Brown's still around. No, no, I'm saying Mitchell Brown is in. Sorry, uh, yeah. no Allardyce or no Retallic. So the yeah. question is, who fills is, those is, spots? Is it right? going to be Mitchell Brown or yeah. Ardron? It's still, the two back rowers, Ardron and Brown, probably. I would think so. Yeah, I don't understand. I still think Talini Siu is a lock. Like, no, he's definitely not. He's, he's just so he's tall. tall. Yeah, that doesn't make him a lock. The only other name in the squad I just had a look is. Lagalan McWannell. Oh yeah, big raps on him. He's he's a youngster. Stepped up. Had a really good ITM Cup season. Did he for Waikato? So. Never heard of him. Mm. Well, know. I only remember this because Sumo talked about him. There you go, Scotty Sumo Stevenson had big raps on Lachlan McWannell. So yeah, there he is. Um, anything else in this one? Oh, Peter Gus. You got the note here, Peter Gus Solakulu. Um, oh, all right. Yeah, I wrote Peter Gus. Well, and... Tony Siu Siu is obviously injured as well. Yes, so Peter. Oh, so we're saying Peter Gus just straight in there. Yeah. All right, Chiefs Sharks. Who are you backing, neighbour? Who are you putting your punt on this weekend? Uh, I'm going to put it on the Chiefs this week. Man. Okay, Chiefs. Harry said at the start. Oh, Chiefs this is, back at this home. Is really hard. I oh, agree. I'm, this is very. The Sharks will be so confident. Like I have so much confidence in this. Be tired, yeah, though. I'm going to say the Chiefs. Mm. Despite having zero direction from 10, they just got their forward back is very good. Their Lucy's I love. Mm. She no bullshit. No, stuff it. I'm going to go Sharks. Because of the new injuries. Like, it's basically just Luke Jacobson carrying that forward back at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. I think the Chiefs will find a way to run them around a bit more and find some more space. Well, ALB is amazing. Yeah, the, off- down a story the Chiefs. To try it we, we say every week the Chiefs lead in offloads. They just can create something yeah. out of nothing. So. It's going to be a tight one, I reckon. The Chiefs definitely need to seize every opportunity they get, though, for sure. So, uh, All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go Chiefs as well, um, just to be... I'll go Chiefs. Different. All right, well, that brings us on to the Lions-Waratahs. Um, there was no... Well, there's no injuries from either of those teams last week. Um, returning Gianti, uh, we might see him returning from a concussion. Well, didn't he get the re- concussion? No, he had a bye. Yeah, so he's had they had the bye last week so um, he should be back Kyle Brink back from a knee and Warren Whiteley um, we might see him back but I'm not too confident on that one um, there's been a whole mixed bag of kind of uh, articles media reports from um, South Africans has been Warren Whiteley back really soon or Warren Whiteley back out for ages I don't, I don't know. think he'll be back this week what's happening with Dempsey Jack Dempsey who's been going alright uh, none of those Waratahs guys went on tour the only one is maybe Michael Wells okay yeah, so to win fantasy rugby, you need to pick players who are starting. Um, just it helps. So. Um, yeah, so Lions Tars um, over in jo- Joburg. I think the Lions will be. So the Lions currently bottom of the table because they have been pretty rubbish. 
Um, but well, I, hold on, bottom of the South African table. Yeah, well, that's look implied. The Samuels are clearly on the bottom of the table. Oh, they may as well be. Right? No, um, yeah, Lions bottom of the South African Conference. Sorry, let's be specific. Um, and they just haven't been able to bring it all together. They've had little kind of glimpses, you know, when they put their young players in. Um, they have slowly had some cattle returning, so the troops have been coming back with Quagga Smith, Kyle Brink, both rejoined, the, and Warren Whiteley all rejoined the tour. I think those guys are incredibly important to the Lions team. Um, and so when they can get all three of them on the field, um, as they showed when they... Who did they beat in um, Australia? Their first game on tour, the Lions... No, they beat the Chiefs as well. Um, yeah. Very recently, so... Um, that was when they weren't terrible either, wasn't it? Well, they, had, they had all three of those guys back, so that was the case in point. Um, but yeah, so I think after having a, buy, a, a week off um, and having these guys back in, um, and training, getting through their structures, I think they're going to come out in this game absolutely firing, like uh, similar to sort of the Lions teams of the last couple of years, just absolutely fast-paced cracking rugby. So I think that's what they'll do. Um I think uh, even though they don't have the biggest pack either, so they're not going to be able to bully the um, Waratahs the same way the Bulls did last week, uh, their forward pack, in, using Nabang's favourite phrase, definitely punches above its weight. Um, they have got the upper hand on a lot of scrums uh, so far this year, which has been really surprising for mine. So I think they'll definitely look to push in the scrums. Um, I don't know. I think they'll go all right in the lineouts, but I, I think they'll be fairly even in that. Um, but yeah, uh, I think... In, so with Whiteley, whether or not Whiteley comes back or not, um, we'll see Marnus Skuman, the shoe man, um, the super sub of, of last year. Um, so he, he should just slot in there and start. I'd much rather start him than Hachiba Diomani. Um, I think it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, he'll be on the bench. And um, Harry will be... Well, I think we're all praying, actually, that uh, Wanda Sile Similani is back playing because he is absolute heat. Um, yeah, I just figure they didn't take him or Tyrone Green in the original tour squad because my theory was the fact that they wanted to take an experienced team on tour. Hmm. Tyrone Green obviously got called in for Combrink having that family emergency. Again, he's another one that could be back. But Similani's just been floating around. I've been searching his names hmm. through the uh, Rugby Sports Challenge or whatever it is over yeah. there, and he hasn't been playing. The Lions so. fan club website. What's that? You know, Lions supporter website. Yeah, or everywhere, man. Yeah. I've, I've searched high and low. <laughs> haven't found him. So he's either dead or he's going to be in the squad for the Lions this week. Yeah. And I've been just training him up and making sure they get his conditioning right. Well, look, the Lions are pretty dodgy with their lineups. So, um, you know. They yeah. have... What about the coach just having a big bloody breakdown? Like, who knows who's going to pick where, surely? Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Um, all right, look, last point in this one. You're cracking his mental health. You're a bad guy. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> I like it. Back it. He's backed himself. He's like, fuck it. Whatever. Um, all right, no. Fucking hard it up, De Bruin, mate. Hard it up, you. All right. Last point to make on this game. Uh, Harry Johnson Holmes has been a very informed prop in, this year, um, and he started pretty much every game. He started almost every, pretty much every game, every, I'd say. You know, every. every single game. Played a lot of minutes for the Tars this year. He played 57 minutes last week with the return of Tom Robertson, the Wallaby, and the second uh, the probably the second highest fantasy average last year um, but I think we'd expect to see a similar thing this week so small limited minutes for Robertson uh, probably this week and maybe the next so um, after that it may well go down I think that's a big thing you know he'll get another week of the same I think mm. which shouldn't affect him too much a little bit but not too much but after that again he will go down yeah after that I think when, when they're back at home I think we'll see Tom Robertson starting again and starting so. to rack up some minutes so, so. 
Yes, so all right, Lions, Tars, um, Brumby, Summers. Hold on, no, just who? What do we just t- make your pick? Oh yeah, what do we uh, got? Name on Lions, Tars. Who are you backing? It's gonna be the Lions. Lions are pretty terrible at times, so I'm gonna go the Tars because they have to win this to have a chance in the Australian Conference. They win when they need it, and they don't win as soon as they're comfortable. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tars as well, just because I haven't watched a game yet, but those few flashes of brilliance, KB to have a big one, find some space. Yeah, I'm okay. Right. No bias there. Rumbies <laughs> versus Sunwolves. Uh, we have obviously Rory Arnold injured with that ankle injury. Uh, high ankle, maybe. Uh, Samisi Masawera. Well, his ankle is very large, so. It is. It's like a giraffe, kind Absolutely. of Masawera? Um, Masawera, sorry, I was just reading. I'm, I'm prolific on Twitter mid podcast to mm, see you know. That's uh, excellent. But I've got new information. You don't, you don't miss any notifications. It's about it? to come up right now. As well. no, no, no. uh, so Missy Masawara, three rounds, he's out for his red card. I'm uh, sorry, one round for his red card. Mm. Uh, returning, you got. We you, mean, expect, you mean the season, sorry? Yeah, yeah. forever. His career's done. Uh, returning, you got Tavita Kurandrani, uh, who doesn't shoot you anymore, so he's lost that name. Well, hopefully, Chuchu is all through the Sunwolves. Yep, sure. Uh, I hope so too. Well, they won't rest anyone at home, mate, so he shouldn't get another rest, right? But we'll get back to that in a second. Uh, he had a knee injury, a minor one that kept him out of last week, and Lachlan McCaffrey with his MCL injury, I think is expected back this week. I don't think that's a guarantee, but most likely. I know I picked him up assuming he'll be back, so I'll be pretty gutted if he's not. And no now, Poey. No Poey, that's no right. Poey, uh, now, back to Brumby's not resting anyone at home. Craig, do you have a conspiracy theory? I do. Look, I think that because Tavita Kundrani has played every minute of every game so far this season, that and because Dan McKellar came out and said, we will not rest any Wallabies at any home games, they were like, fuck, we really need to rest him. Let's just say he has an injury. Knee injury, Kundrani, they put the announcement out. He'll be back. He's back this week. He's not injured at all. He's fine. But why wouldn't they rest him against the Sunwalls and not the Blues? It's a weird one. Um, not really sure on that one for you. It's just, look, too many games in a row or something. Okay, Checker was there. I don't know. It was, don't that logic in the way of a good conspiracy Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. But Brumbies got up against a good team last week. They're going to they they're gonna be playing yeah. the same team as they did last week or close to as they did last week is my theory. My theory. Yeah. So you're saying that Len Itkow will start over TK this week? No, well, I was going to let him You can, you can rescind that statement now. That's fine. Um, well, right. I didn't mean it like that. Way. <laughs> but if, if they're going to they're going to be playing the team that's going to win, all over, right, over them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Is Scott Sears Wallabies and Brumbies jerseys slippering away from him oh, right now? God, that's like a Nelson like. Come, you've dropped oh, to Nelson's God. level. I really yeah. thought they'd be more positive. No, back on yeah, that, that was wow. Right. wow. Yeah. I'm really disappointed in you yeah, guys. Switch your sure. podcast oh, off now. Yeah. You've made oh, it this oh, far. Oh. God. Blake and Eva will likely get a start over Rory Arnold. Oh, you led it with that as well. Eneva <laughs> <laughs> starting. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mate. You're I, killing me, mate. Blake, yeah. Blake, You're he, killing me, mate. You're <laughs> killing me. Mate, that was... Blake, you never starts. That's the joke. <laughs> you know, we've got... I've said it so many times before. No. That was your material. That's, oh, well, that's not funny because no. he's going to start. Oh, no. uh, if McCaffrey is back, surely Jerome Brown's the first to drop out of that team as the young gun. Uh, but I kind of hope Pete Samu goes because he's terrible. Thoughts? Why do you hope he goes? I'm not playing you in fantasy this week. No, I don't care about that, man. I just think he's terrible. Um, Pete Samu's going to play. <laughs> yeah, no, he hasn't been great. You know how they say people's voice goes up and they're lying? <laughs> Literally, before you could even try and defend Pete Samu... You popped the test. Look, his first game, he came off the bench, got 84 points. Go, never mind. Um, Dave, we just go off the bench for you. Uh, Henry Spate sucks. 
how long until they give Chance mm. Penny or Andy Muirhead or anyone? Whatever that other bum is. You just say you, you'd rather have Andy Muirhead playing. Yes. I yeah. actually would. Spade has done nothing all Henry year. Spade's fine. Henry Spade is fine. He's literally done nothing. He's Name okay. one moment all season where he's made a good impact on a game. When he's run upright into collisions. <laughs> never, never <laughs> once. Okay, I agree he hasn't been good, but I don't know I can go no, that Henry far Spade, to, get, I, to, I to I pick still, Andy Muir, yeah. Muirhead onto the... I still, I still like Henry Spade. I still like him. How many rolling more tries to the Brumbies? Falau Fanga played 80 minutes last week, so they clearly don't have a huge amount of faith in their, the backup Connell McInery. So Falau Fanga is going to play solid minutes, I would think, again. Yeah. I expect him to get some tries because this Samuel set piece sucks. What do you reckon, boys? Well, Call it how many tries? Obviously. I'm going to go two. Well, you're just lucky that Bongi is a buy, so you can't start him this week. Two tries for me, come at, on. At least, at, yeah, least, no, at least two tries. I think, I, I think at that's... At least two, yeah. I'm going to go with at least one, just, you know. Yeah. Put, put your, yeah. Actually, put your money on it, Sportsbet. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> it's definitely put your money on on that. Double. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, set piece dominance. The Sunwolves, uh, it's the second week on tour, so there's not going to be any surprises in their lineup. Uh, so basically, they're going to be rolling out the same rubbish set piece in that they've had. So... They're, I know they pushed a war, the Waratahs around early in the season, the Reds around recently, but realistically, their set piece is pretty rubbish. I think the Brumbies, who have a very, very good scrum, will dominate there. I think they'll dominate the line out, the rolling mall. I think they'll probably dominate the ruck as well with Poey back and McCaffrey back as well. So I'm expecting a big score. Uh, last one on this. Poey's not there, is he? Oh, sorry, without Poey back. Yeah. Uh, doesn't make a difference to mm. me. Um, look, the last one, I'm way over time, but I'll just say it now. The Wolfpack team has been announced for around 13 and 14 so we can see from there who won't be coming back so a couple of interesting ones worth noting the people that won't play Vimpy Vandervolt UA Helu uh, Michael Leach Peter Labushagne Kazuki Himeno Tanaka Nagare uh, Kinki Fukuoka Lameki oh you meant so all their good players Tadakawa William Tupo Nakamura and Matsushima but there is no mention you're welcome, fellas, of Mafi. Amanaki. Mafi. The assassin slash assultant. And yes. there is no mention of Yamada. But if you're... If your you're, mother. According to Nelson Dale, though, Amanaki Mafi will never be able to get a visa to come into this country. But um, All I'm saying is, mate, if they're not there, they're either injured or they're playing for the Sunwolves. Very cool. Excellent. Yeah. Very good. All right, well, that... Uh, we, we got there. We've got through every game... Previewing for round 13. We're officially at the time we expected to finish. We are. Um, and uh, I haven't even said that I'm tired yet. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm it's not like, even, I need a sugar hit. Give me a sugar hit. I'll give you a wine hit. <laughs> All right. Well, how about, how about some dessert wine instead? Boom. All right, that was just the energy boost we needed to get us through and finish Please. off the pod. I hope, that was, I hope that gave you a boost, the listeners. The morale <laughs> gave you a big boost. Um, well said. So, yeah, all right. For dessert, we're going to look at uh, the top work rate players in Fantasy Rugby 2019. Ooh. Yeah, I think short but sweet, but this one should actually be worth some good information for those that mm. don't have these details in front of them. Now, can I just say before we get into this topic, big news this week, Kagi basically just 
coughed and made it happen and didn't really announce it at all. Kagi has now officially put the three round averages and the points per minute for every single player up on the Draft Rugby website. So that's your first bit of dessert because that is a whole lot of insight that Huge. you cannot Huge. get at all. We've been hoping to get the whole season player stats up from week by week, but that's proving to be a little bit harder to do mid-season. But this is some really good info. So make sure you get back onto the website, check those stats. It's worked over time for this. He's yeah, worked yeah, over time. Yeah, his normal time no, is two just... hours a week, but yeah. he has worked over time. Yeah. So, on yeah. the top work rate players... Mm. Uh, look, just just explain the, the criteria that you... Right, so I've looked at two things. Basically, I've looked at the players that don't have to have a huge amount of skill, don't have to have a huge amount of impact, but they, whenever they're on the field, they're making a lot of tackles and a lot of runs. So you mean the opposite of my Rocks or Diamonds type of players? Exactly. These mm. are the Mr. Consistencies, the 30-point Todds, mm. those guys that will just yeah. get solid points the every single week. Yeah. Excellent. Let's start. I'll let you do the honours, actually, Kagi. Can you take us through the top couple? Tell us their total tackles and runs. Tell us their okay. total runs and total tackles. Well, it will uh, it'll be surprising for fantasy managers, I guess, but not really. maybe not for rugby fans. Um, the top overall work rate player of 2019 Super Rugby is Michael Hooper, with a combined 224 um, tackles and carries this year. If Nelson take was a, on this podcast... I know, he'd be losing he his mind. Take, take a guess, Avon. Does he have more carries or tackles? What's the bigger number there? Uh, obviously tackles. Yeah, we obviously. No, well, it's not the same. Some people have more carries than tackles. But uh, no. for Hoops, he's got almost double. So he's made 148 tackles as one of the competition leaders. And he just he just gets a amount of work. He's, he's got one of the biggest engines of every any rugby player we've Absolutely. ever seen. Um and yes. so he, his recent fantasy form hasn't been particularly good, but um, a couple of weeks ago, he like maybe halfway through the season, he about three or four weeks has hit some pretty high scores. So. And I think the thing is, if he's putting those tackles and runs, and even when he's not on, he's still going to get a high twenties, low thirties, thirty point Todd kind of average. So exactly, you know that that's solid. That's all you can ask for from any player, really. Mm. And in case the uh, the South African commentators listen, he has the most tackles in the season, not Peter Steffi who they apparently continually claim as the most tackles in the competition. Yeah, they just I don't think they even look at stats. I don't think they get stats. I think no, they just make them up. There's only South African players in their own. Well, yeah. I actually think Michael Hooper has more stats in, or more tackles in one game than Nelson does. It is Nelson life. from this podcast from the whole I agree, actually. Season. We haven't ragged on Nelson okay. enough. He's a glory, he's yeah. he's a glory yeah. second, Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon Michael Hooper is better than, than Nelson. Well, he's, a, he's, he's, he's the captain of Australia, so <laughs> yeah. I think I think even Nelson might agree with you on that one. That does burn. It's fun. It does burn. That's all yeah. I need to say. Thank you. I'm out. Uh, all yeah. right, moving on. Player number two, no surprise, Dan Dupree's two uh, two twenty one and uh, three points behind Hooper. Three three points behind. So he's uh, inversely made or conversely, yeah, don't know where inversely came from. Conversely made one hundred twenty six carries and ninety five tackles. So he just has been the big wrecking ball for the Sharks. Um, you know, we talked about him. Maybe, maybe that work rate going down a little bit with uh, brother Jean Luc coming back, um, who will probably take up a lot of that mantle for the Sharks. Um, but uh, look, we'll see. The last they've been back together the last three weeks, and Dan Dupree's still still been scoring the tries and, and making the making the money. Um, so it's been good. And number three, Harry, you want to you want to take it. May as well, man. There's something Gabby here. Just get sick of my voice. Samu Karevi has 220, so one point behind Dan. He's got 154 Tackles? Oh, wait. Absolutely not. He's probably busted 154 tackles. 
He's got 154 runs, which I'm sure is by far the top. It is. The next best in runs is 126. He Now, when he plays inside centre, mate, they can't push him back to outside because he can't make 20 runs a game out there. He also has... He's playing fly half for the Reds. Dead set. 66 tackles as well, so just a huge work rate. I mean, that's not insight. He's a freaking absolute winner. Yeah. In, in my article last week and every week, I've been calling them the Queensland Karebis instead of the Queensland Reds, because that's <laughs> basically how it's been going down. Uh, Raboni Warren Vasaathor comes in at fourth place, 210 points, so 10 behind Karebi, 14 behind Michael Hooper in first. All in 107 sec- runs, 103 tackles, so he's a workhorse at both ends. Likes to keep it even, but... All I could say about him is if he doesn't get signed by the Waratahs next year... I have heard rumours that he's he's in conversation with a number of Australian teams. Yeah, we may actually have to do what we talked about at the start of the year and walk into the New South Wales Rugby building and just take over. So. I'll do it. That's it. Uh, Naibung, do you have the uh, understanding of what we're doing here? Oh, look, we'll give... I understand. Peter Sefford-Toit comes out uh, with the whole 86... Runs and 113 tackles. Obviously, he's a big beast. We know that PSTD causes PTSD. Oh, yes, oh, he yeah. used it. Yeah. Podcast all, listener over here. All over it, all over it. That's can't it. Be- Sorry, World believe. War Veterans. No, we, he, I had um, no faith. He, he, he's someone you, you definitely <laughs> expect to be up in this list. For yeah, sure. no, he's obviously a whole bunch of tackles. He's an absolute beast when it comes to that. That's what he does. In the South African six jersey, um, that's well seven jersey, but they switched around. Yeah, he got he got there in the end as well. She was South Africans. Um, that's right. Just kill all. Go to the normal off, equation of jersey numbers, please. Come on, mate. Kick on, kick on. You're doing so well. Next time, uh, Isi Nasarani. Uh, it's a whole bunch of runs with one sixteen runs mm. and eighty tackles. And the best thing about him is that he just has a mortgage on that number eight jersey. Absolutely. He does. One hundred ninety six total yeah. uh, workhorse points He's for him. Probably, we think going to be the Wallabies eight. We will see. Would like him to be the Wallabies. We will eight. see. Yeah. Just need someone who gets some work done, gets some ad line. Yeah, it's controversial. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, so this is for me. This would be typical of like this is the exact player we're talking about. This is the type of player you might not have picked up. James Blackwell for the Hurricanes. Seventh place. Seventh place. One hundred ninety-five points. Who's that. So he has made eighty carries and one hundred and fifteen tackles. That's a good question. Who is he? No, look, he. Um, the Hurricanes, he didn't start this week, but basically he started every other week. So yeah. he plays every week, and he, for the most part, plays the entire game, and he just, just goes to work. He Realistically, just... Isaiah Walker-Leaware, he got a run for the first time this mm. week. Uh, what's his name? Just injured his hand. Liam Mitchell just fractured his hand. So Blackwell should be up for a lot of game time from here. Mm. And he's one of those guys that, when he's on the field, he just works really hard, clearly, seven seventh on, on work rate that's, in, the, in the competition. So. That's it. Like Michael Hooper, he's just got a big engine. I mean, I, I can honestly say he was never on my radar until I read this. Now if I need a lock, he's yeah, probably right up there for yeah, me. Blake, Blake's had it, credit to uh, Blakey Palmer. He's had him um, in his team a few times. He's doing 12 hours. The weatherman. Yeah, the weatherman. He always talks about him just being that rock-solid, consistent player. So um, there you go. And uh, number eight, is it top eight? Uh, Luke Jones, 189 points. Um I think we expected probably 
a, maybe a little bit of a bigger season from Jones. I think we had a lot of hype of him oh, coming he's back. Been okay. Look, no, been don't okay. get me wrong. He's been good, and he's obviously number eight top work rate player. So, uh, he's made seventy five carries, one hundred and fourteen tackles. So, man can tackle, just gets through a lot of tackles. But um, and he's actually he's been a fiend in the lineout as well. Actually, that's yes, something you look at. But um, but yeah, no, um, so yeah, that will that will take that's out that. the top eight. So I'm just going to quickly go through the yeah, carries. Smash it out. Smash All it right. Out. So yeah. Samu Karevi, 154 carries. Dan Dupree is 126. Damien Valencia, 118. That's right, Damien Valencia. Keep going. Did not even get keep that many going. Not even, not even at ten. Uh, right, and he yeah. didn't even start at the start of the year. Mm. Anyway. Issy Nesorani, 116. Anton Leonard Brown, 114. No surprises there. No. Andre Esterheisen, 113. The Giant has a mm. huge work rate for the Sharkies. Mm. Melanie Nanai, bucket loads of balls. He's got such a good work rate. He just looks for work. It's his run meters that fucking get him somewhere, though. Mm. His run meters are huge. I know, right? Maboni, Warren Vosayatho, 107. Gerard Vanden Hoover. 102. Buy a Dyson. Better who? Buy a Dyson. That's what I was going for. Buy a Dyson. Tom Banks, 101. Are you getting commissioned for Dyson? I don't know about it or something. Damien Dialende, 100 runs. Excellent. All right. Tackles. Let's just smash through them. Uh, Hooper, 76. Wait. Which number is the tackles? The second one. Second one. 148. Is the tackles? Yeah. 148 tackles, Hooper leads competition. 115, James Blackwell, as we said, second most tackles in the competition. Work right. You'll notice that's ahead of Peter Stefty Toy. Um, <laughs> uh, Luke Jones, 114. Liam Wright, 114. Also above Peter Stefty Toy. Also, you'll note, above Peter Stefty Toy. Then <laughs> Peter Stefty Toy um, at 113. Tying with, I can't believe oh, I'm going to say this. Christ. Rob Simmons. Oh, Is that? Are you? Oh, no. Did you doctor this information? Is, is Captain Mudd. Actually made 113 tackles. Someone's got to do or, the task. Or was it 113 tackle misses? Is that what it so was? It's attempts, yeah. yeah okay. No, no, it's not. It's not we stopped there. Well, I don't Can know we how stop that's there? possible. Right, yeah. Let's finish. Yeah. Sam Carter, 112. Cool. Marcos Kremer, the disappointment, 109. Uh, Cusack, 108. Yeah, Cusack's got a big engine. He works hard. Uh, Princip, 107. That's why he's been starting in the eight jersey. He just gets through. He just gets some work done. And Boshi, 107. Can I just say, Marcos Crema, mm. 109 tackles, 68 run metres for a total of 177. That's right up there on work rate. 68 carries, not run metres. Sorry. Mm. Just because. Probably the same, though. Yeah. And, <laughs> man, his fantasy stats have been atrocious. I know. Yeah. It so is stay absolutely. away from him, mate. That's not a golden rule. He, just been get, he been, sucks. He's just been getting penalised a lot and things like that. But, um, Any, uh, final words, Kagi, what do you got for us? Stay slutty. I really was trying to give that to Maybung. <laughs> Maybung, who's going to be the, the man of the week, fantasy man of the week next week? Um, oh, difficult to put me on the spot there, eh? But uh, I'm going to put it... Israel Folau, is he going to be... Is he going to be... Severus! Is he going to be the boy to actually... Mate, when in doubt, play just play or not. So your safe money is, not only is he going to come back from this... He's going to play next week and be the top fantasy. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. That's the question. (laughs) If people are going to listen to this, they're going to listen to this now. All right, come on, tell me. Israel Folau, do we actually think he's going to be back or not? Let's just play it. Let's let's just have a general discussion. Why not? Everyone can turn it off, but we can literally call it now. Are you answering my question with another question? No, I am. Harry, stay slutty.